countless thousands of us all over the world get ill from eating food or drinking drinks that are infected with germs or microbes, or by touching dirty things and then allowing our fingers to get into vulnerable parts of our bodies before washing them. That's according to a report by the International Scientific Forum on Home Hygiene, and it says good hygiene starts in the family. But it also says that families need better guidance and advice. So to avoid getting diarrhoea, swine flu, SARS, avian influenza, skin diseases, the common cold, or anything else, I telephoned one of the expert authors of the report, Sally Bloomfield, to find out what are the biggest infectious hazards. Well, obviously, diarrheal diseases are probably the, the most important. And in developing countries where there is lack of access to adequate sanitation, then it, it's all about the fecal-oral route. It, it's the main problem in terms of, of uh, diarrheal organisms getting from feces either direct hand-to-mouth or getting into water or, or into food. In developed countries, it relates more to person-to-person transmission where someone in the home has diarrhea and passes on via hands and surfaces to others or where we buy food which is is contaminated with um, fecal pathogens and we don't um, handle or prepare the food correctly. So diarrheal disease is still a, uh, counts for a huge amount of, of, of disease uh, across the world. The other area of course is respiratory hygiene and there's been a lot of um, uh, publicity, as you know, given recently to how good respiratory hygiene, i.e. Uh, coughing into, your, into a handkerchief and disposing of the handkerchief safely and then washing your hands, there is now an awareness that that can play a significant re- re- role in preventing the spread of uh, respiratory diseases, but also uh, skin and eye diseases. We know that those can be uh, transmitted by hands and surfaces and by clothing and linens. Uh, So again, um, hygiene is is important for all of these uh, types of diseases. It's beginning to sound as if we have to be really scared of touching anybody or shaking hands, that sort of thing. Well, we we obviously have good defence mechanisms against infection. So we're constantly, every day, all the time, being exposed to pathogens. And to an extent, uh, you know, we have the defense mechanisms to fight them off. But it's just about uh, microorganisms getting in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, our skins, we have an intact skin, come into contact with, with uh, Staph aureus or even MRSA every day. But there's no problem. As soon as we've got a cut or an abrasion, then there's a problem. And the other side, of course, is that uh, in the community, there are those who are more vulnerable to infection. The elderly, the very young people who are immune compromised because they're uh, on uh, drugs that remune, uh, reduce their immunity. There are all sorts of reasons why we become immune compromised. And then we're more vulnerable to disease. So most of the time we get away with it, but by good hygiene we can reduce the risks. Now I think from your report you're suggesting that the whole business of hygiene and preventing getting ill should be more family centred so there could be simple things that you could train people to do, could there? Yes, I mean I think uh, this business of of bringing back hygiene um, uh, training into schools because there it's looked at from the, from the point of view of the, of, of the child and what the child understands and knows and needs to know. What we're saying is we really should bring all the agencies together and look at it from the point of view of this family and, and what they know. 
Of course, in developing countries, facilities for hygiene may not be very good. No, and, and that's one of the big problems. But, you know, a lot of work has been done in the last 10, 15, 20 years to introduce improved water, improved sanitation in developing countries. But there's now a growing awareness that it's not just about um, providing toilets and providing safe water. It's how people uh, use them. And if you don't integrate uh, uh, the promotion of better hygiene behaviors uh, alongside the provision of water and sanitation, you're not going to realize full health benefits from that, your investment. That was Professor Sally Bloomfield of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, chairperson of the International Forum on Home Hygiene. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.